Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here and trying to encourage us by reading God's Word, staying, uh, encourage us to read it, to prayerfully read it, to be in it daily, uh, maybe even many times a day. So I do hope this is helpful to those of you who are doing this and that you would even tell others. It's always encouraging me when I see that I had more than say, seven downloads. But anyway, uh, we are in Deuteronomy chapter 31. We're getting ready to come up to this song of Moses that we have here in the, at the end of Deuteronomy. This is the end of Moses' life. This is his last three big speeches right at the end of his life, including this song. And he's getting ready to pass on the leadership. And one of the big things about leadership, it's hard to pass on. So let's see how God and Moses do this, because that really is kind of the theme of our uh, of our chat today. So here we are in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 24. When Moses had finished writing the words of this law in a book to the very end, Moses commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, take this book of the law and put it by the side of the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there for a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stubborn you are. Behold, even today, while I am yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord. How much more after my death? Assemble to me all the elders of the tribe and your officers, that I may speak these words in their ears and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will surely act corruptly and turn aside from the way that I have commanded you. And in the days to come, evil will befall you because you will do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger through the work of your hands. Then Moses spoke the words of the song until they were finished in the ears of all the assembly of Israel. And we will deal with that song tomorrow. That is chapter 32. So that ends chapter 31. And just understanding, so again, it's a, it's a big treaty between God and man. And the witness to this treaty is heaven and earth. So that's why we keep getting those, uh, him saying things like between heaven and earth and as, as a witness and those things. But he is passing on a leadership. He knows that even everything that he's been through with them and their parents and their grandparents back in the days of slavery and bringing them out of slavery and seeing all the works of God. And then 40 years in the wilderness, God feeding them every day, their sandals not wearing out, their clothing not wearing out, all those things. Even in the midst of all that and Moses being there, they still sinned. They were still rebellious. And so he knows that. And I was there. It's like when you're, if you're a teacher and you, you know that when you turn your back, people do things. But you're in the room. And when you turn around, you try to behave. But what happens when you're not in the room? That's what Moses is dealing with. And that's what a lot of people do with leadership. A person may start a business or start a church. They're very charismatic. They grow it. And then when they move on, things kind of fall apart. And it's because people trusted that leader. He was in the beginning. He went through all this. Well, now we have this other leader. Well, he's not from the beginning. Although Joshua was old and had been there as he came out of Egypt. He's the only one, he and Caleb are the only ones that have survived. 
along with Moses. So, but it's just Moses understanding the the failures of leadership, if you will. That, that doesn't matter how hard we try, we're going to fail as leaders, and we have to rely on God. And even here with a treaty with God, that these people are, are going to fall apart. So I think for us today, the, the thing we have to recognize is that we need to be this word that Moses was careful to write down, that he was careful to pass on to the Levites, that they would put it next to the ark, that they could read it, that they had this this celebration every seven years where God's word was being read to all of the people, including the young children, the sojourner, and all that. So we should be reading it, perfectly reading it, asking God to help us because our heart is wicked and deceitful. And here's the reality. A lot of people read God's word, but they don't do it in a humble heart in the presence of God or filled with the spirit. And so they're interpreting it and they are, they are interpreting it wrong, very, very wrong. And so how do we not interpret it wrong? Well, we ask the Holy Spirit to help us. We ask for God to open our eyes and give us wisdom as we read each passage that we're reading in each verse. And for him to really use the Holy Spirit to help us as we read. And that is, that's also biblical, actually. So as we, it says that God's word is foolishness to those who are perishing and boy, do we have some people speaking foolishly about God's word. And so we have to be careful that we don't become those people uh, speaking very unwisely as far as what God's word is saying or not saying. And so what has God said? Well, he did write it down and we need to understand what he said. And that does take prayer and reading or listening to it. So God bless you guys. Hope you'll be back tomorrow as we dive into this song of Moses. God bless y'all. Talk to you later.